Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello. Hey, guys. I I never really know how to start these. Mm. I, I kind of like... I know, you know, I'm going to try and retain the what up for the, mm-hmm. po- uh, for the drunk cast. Mm. Um, but um, It's because you get introduced expertly yeah, by a professional. Yeah. That's it, that's not it. Not me and you sat, yeah. in, sat on sticky leather sofas. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> welcome back um, to part two um, of Hardcore Listing with Chris and Stu. Mm-hmm. And um, it's part two of our podcast we recorded <clears throat> with Childs from Love Beer. And Love Beer is a great website which you should go and have a look at. Just go and Google Love Beer. And um, well, he's on Instagram. And if you can find him in our friends list on our social media um, as well um, because he's been involved in sponsoring bits and pieces. He sponsored the podcast, mm-hmm. the, the Drunk Cast as well, didn't he? Services sure. with lots of alcohol um, yep. and, and such. Um, dropped off loads of beers and stuff when we done the... Ramesh Ranganathan yeah. and Brett Goldstein yeah. Christmas Drunk Cast. Um, yeah, and if you've listened to part one, you'll know that he's a crazy beer-loving hippie um, that had a great idea and has, has gone for it. And um, just a fascinating fella and yeah. very, very informed on beer. Definitely. Craft beer, whatever you want to call it. And, and, and um, you know, you all now have some amazing beers to try out and yeah. check out and I really do recommend it. You I'll know. tell you what, <clears throat> even in retrospect, like thinking back now, because obviously we're recording these intros and outros post-podcast, mm. um, them beers were fucking great. They're so nice, aren't they? Like, I just don't want to fuck with other beers now. No, nah, it's weird because you go out, you just want to neck fucking six pints of lager and... <laughs> and smash it, and, smash someone in the face. <laughs> Is that what he's going to say? No, not really. I was just going to say go to a disco. um, You know, you took a slightly aggressive and scary (laughs) stance on on a night out there. Um, So, uh, but obviously I understand nightclubs don't probably stock a lot of the beers that um, Charles discusses, Mm -hmm. which is more the reason to just go to these um, microbreweries and such that we we talk about and, and go and try them because it is... We sound like some cheesy advert for mm. like a product, but it is a fucking taste sensation. Mm. Like literally, you do think that is the shit. Yeah, yeah. And you have a sip, and you literally go, "Fuck me, that's amazing." Yeah, yeah. Um, and what's good is if you can do that, and you've heard us bang on about it, and and Charles inform you as to 
how it comes about and the stories and stuff. And it's it's, it's well worth a little a little trip out and um, get your ass to Kent. Where all these uh, yep. all these uh, all these places are at, you know, and yeah. um, and and soon yeah. um, we'll be doing our own little thing, um, and we're gonna do a on the road tour of some of the uh, tap rooms in London, aren't we? So yep, that- definitely. I mean, we won't really be going on the road as in driving to them. No, um, no, 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 no. But no. Um, I mean, that would make a rather dangerous yet what watchable um, movie. accident. Yeah. Accident, yeah. Um, so. Uh, no, we're um we we we're gonna get a get a minibus and maybe stick some of you you listeners on there and um and Charles and we'll ask lovely girl Porter mm-hmm. and um and we'll we'll because we owe Gal a drink and we'll we'll go and have a, a crazy day trying all these beers in these wonderful breweries. Fucking a, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Right. Rewind. That was Australian. That one. Why? Don't know, mate. I'm getting annoyed with every time you have to say some little thing, you, you make it American, and now you're making it Australian. I'm just a a, a, a a cauldron of ethnicity, me. That's what it is. It's just shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it comes out. I'm not, I'm I not don't know good, why it comes out. That's a at, question um, you need to ask <clears throat> yourself <laughs> daily. I don't know why it comes oh. out. Whether that be... your fucking stupid anecdotes <laughs> your impressions your cock and balls any of it keep it inside so enjoy the podcast Chris and Stu present our core listing the podcast are we recording? Yeah. Right. yeah, we are recording. I just oh, right. did it in a very... One hell of an intro there. <laughs> surreptitious way. Yes, what? we're back. Welcome back, travellers. Guess who's back? <laughs> Chris is back. Um, yeah, we've just had a little break. Yeah, we've had a little break and we've, we've just carried on talking about lager and Chris. <laughs> yeah, and then we thought, oh, we better just start recording again. So, all the good stories two. are getting rinsed. <laughs> yeah. um, with hardcore listing with Chris and Stu and... Um, the lovely Charles from um, lovebeer.co.uk. Love beer. Hello. And, um, yeah, so um, hopefully you've listened to part one. If you haven't, go on iTunes and Acast or YouTube or Twitch and go and have a look. Yes. Because it's all up there. And you can look at us trawling through lager. Sorry, beer. Craft beer, whatever you want to call it. Nice beer. That's what we've been drinking, isn't it? Is that like I'm gonna, I'm that, gonna leave it to the experts. I think that's probably the best that. way of yeah. yeah. We've been yeah. drinking nice beer yeah. and, and eating um a selection of um our favourite bar snacks. Mm-hmm. And um I I'm a little bit tipsy. Like, I'm I, feeling fine. I had a little I had a little glass of wine as well, didn't I? Mm, yeah. um, before we started. And um, wine on beer on wine. Grape on grain, they call it. Wine beer on beer. Wine, you'll be fine. Wine, wine on beer. beer. I'm jumping in myself. on your cipher here. We're, uh, that was a team effort of, of shit. Yeah, that was that was. <laughs> so remember shit. that one, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, before you start drinking, just remember that simple little saying: drink responsibly, or and you'll you... be muttering bullshit like them paraphrics. <laughs> What's the saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So we've got um um. Charles is counting down his top five, um, can I say craft beers or beers? Yeah, beer, microbrew beers. Microbrew beers, beers um, from Kent. Um, 
uh, and we are following on from the Phantom London Brewery podcast. Yeah, which um, which never got a, released. No, no, that will be a rarity in yeah. years to come. Can you imagine no. if we you release it, it on special blue vinyl or something? Oh, that's a great <laughs> to go idea. crazy, and they'll hear actually there is actually an untold Craig's mate story yeah. on there as well, Ooh. which was pretty crazy. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. you never hear Good that. Good so unlucky you guys. Um, well, yeah, so. Uh, We've got three left in your top five um, to get through, and a selection. I think it's two, actually. Is it? Yeah, we've done. Yeah, we've drunk two, haven't we? But there was we've the, the missing then, one. Though. And then there we, was that one in the yeah, middle. Oh yeah, wasn't yeah, there. that's right. And we did have a sort of like road beer, didn't we? While we were going to have a little chat about Child's um, background. Yeah, and, but because, okay, just before before that was bloody fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That the, was the one so that, good. I mean, that's Butters that's like the, that's the second place beer from them. So there's one. There's a better one coming. Well, yeah. I think it's better anyway. But okay, something all together different, but. Very well crafted. Superlative. Well, before we do number four, shall we have uh, a little chat about Child's yeah, background? And I, is there any other little backup beers we got in there that we can have a little? Uh, yeah, on there's a, yeah, there is actually. Well, yeah. let, let. There's a little bottle in there. Uh, Whitstable Bay Oyster Stout. So oh, I've had this. No. I have, have had this. I have had this. Yeah. I uh, know it's actually just right. the Whitstable. Oh, right. I'm getting annoyed with you and, and, and freaking oysters making out you're some <laughs> kind of fucking oyster expert. You're not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Whoa! Get really, some on nuclear. I think it? you're getting upset <laughs> because your dad used to work on the docks, <laughs> and he never brought you any oysters back. <laughs> Sex work? workers don't get oysters. No, they don't. Well, no, they get crabs. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But put on a t-shirt. Thanks, man. Um, okay. Charles, sorry, so, mate. Um, Back to you, no, that's how. All right. Yeah. right. Well, well, this is um, your oyster stat, so um, you might as well not talk about this. Chris can talk about this because he knows everything about oysters because he's a fucking expert. I mean, you know about these oysters. <laughs> no, I haven't had this one. Right. Okay. I've seen oh, well, that, was, that was easy. Um, right. Are we going to talk about the beer or are we going to talk about you? We're going to have a little. We're going to just drink this. Yeah. Yeah. We can give you a quick intro if you want, Charles, and then we'll have a little chat about. So this is Whitstable Brewery. Right. Um. They're if you just want good traditional beer, they're they're. They're good for that. They're, um, yeah. I had a bit of a, almost got into an argument with a bloke about whether or not um, beers are vegan if they use fish guts in it. And I was like, well, obviously. Wow. And he was like, well, there's actually none in the beer. And uh, I was like, I'm going to leave this before I start shouting at you. <laughs> <laughs> Get my militant vegetarian tendencies out. And, so, um, so, so I, I've not tried this before, so I don't know what it's going to be like. Exciting. Yeah. Exciting. Oh, you guys haven't, you, you guys aren't ready for it. And I've oh, not right, waited. So obviously you can't try this one, can you? It's called an oyster stout because it's for drinking with oysters. With. Traditionally, you'd have something like a stout and it's got like a, I think it's got a blurb on the back of it. You like a blurb. That's fucking brilliant, I love mate. a blurb. Right, I'm going to read it. That is brilliant. A classic stout with deep chocolate and mocha flavours. Oh. This rich, velvety, and wonderfully drinkable beer is the perfect uh, perfect accompaniment to roast beef, oysters, and game. That sold me, and I haven't even drunk I'm it. I'm not joking. I, that's that's heaven. Do, do you mind? I haven't finished. <laughs> you're, you're proper getting on my fucking nerves. I can tell. You're wearing a bloody <laughs> lip biscuit hat. You're getting all Fred Durst on me. <laughs> um, this beer. It's just one of those days. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Right, can I just keep rolling? Go on. Right. <laughs> oh, clever. This beer's long and glorious heritage dates back to the 18th century 
when a glass of stout and a plate of wits de oysters become a pairing of choice for millions of thirsty Britons. I want to do what you've done, obviously ten times. I want to go to wits <laughs> and have oysters with this. It's, I'll tell you what. Take Carol down there. Get a, um, what are they called, a fisherman's hut for the night, which is a nice little cottage hut on the, on the bay overlooking the sea. Brownie points, mate. You're going to get some brownie points on that. Yeah? Yeah, man. I would say they're not based anywhere near Whitstable. <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, they're like in Grafty Green, which is uh, a bit of like, it's just, it's, it's near Lenham. It's in Kent now, isn't it? It is in Kent, yeah. But it's, it's a bit of a walk to the beach from there. Well, you can find out about them at www.whitstablebrewery.co.uk. Um, or ideally, if you want to know more about any of these beers, um, add lovebeer.co.uk on Instagram and Twitter. and Facebook. We're all Love Beer UK on all social media. I've got uh, an untapped. I don't know if you've seen. It's like a beer lovers app that you can follow each other on and because nice. I'm, oh. I'm tasting beers all the time I'm uploading them if you can't find it check all of our social media because we tag Charles in tag lots of things lot, yeah. and <laughs> we, yeah. we share his bits and pieces and uh, so we yeah. don't share his bits and pieces on Instagram not in that way posts your posts <laughs> those I photos are for private I to make that clear try this but I've got that one in there just grab another glass up there mate that was supposed to be a road beer and it's accidentally oh, no. become the main beer yeah yeah, that that that's an unexpected pleasure. That so right. yeah, Charles. Well, I I'm gonna wait for Stu to pour his, and then we'll have a. Um, I'm gonna. I'll... Save me. Let me have a little bit more. I'm oh, sorry, dude. I, I thought you poured yourself. <laughs> no, for fuck's sake! So unfair. This oh. um. It's all right. I had a big old gulp first time, so I'm not gonna. Not gonna cry. It's the first oh, problem. Hey. Oh, oh, that is chocolate. That's amazing. That's quite good, actually. It's not like the strongest stout. It's uh, nice and chilled. That's proper. Oh, that I, I've got a mate. Mm. Uh, my mate, Ar- a- my mate Archie, loves a stout. He will love that. So really, it's he will love better that. than Guinness, isn't it? Mm. That's a different level to Guinness. Mm. But the thing with stouts is they can quite often be. There's uh, there's one by that saison that I almost bought. It's a smoke seven point four smoked stout. And it's just too much. I'm wait. I'm gonna have it when I get back because it's a lovely like finish to the day. But it's, yeah. I don't think you guys would enjoy it because it's just so strong. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas that's quite a nice mild, mild drinker, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean that went in a couple of swigs because yeah. it was just <laughs> too tasty. With roast beef, that would be amazing. Let me tell you how good that would be with oysters. <laughs> if you had ten oysters. Ten. How many? Uh, see. No, right, I'm joking, okay. Right. I'm so joking, you've had oysters, right? So break it down. <laughs> when you have oysters, like, is it like chips? Do you have like thirty? No, that's silly. You're a silly boy. All right. You? So is it like a sandwich? You have like two. <laughs> you don't have any sandwich. bread. <laughs> break I'm it not down. taking you out ever. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine him at the it's seafood store going, "How do I have yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. In between two bits of bread, thirty or two. <laughs> <laughs> Make a decision." How many oysters do you have when you have oysters? You know, between you can have just one between or three or up to six. You've you don't. Got a you nervous have more than tone in your voice, like you don't know what you're talking about. Three or six. Are they the rules? Don't try. Don't three try or put. Six. Try to sweat me. <laughs> how many oysters? Sweat over when, fucking when, oysters. When you had your mate believe oysters, how many did you have? Oh no! And the first time we only had a, we had probably about three each. Right. And you normally have. What, normally they get served in about right, three. And I know that everyone says they're a bit jizzy. Not that, <laughs> no, they do. I don't, I'm, not that I've ever eaten jizz. 
That was tense. No, but you see people Int- kind of... Intentionally. Like, all I've ever seen is people with the shells kind of... And, like, neck it and go, oh, that was like... Jizzy. Aren't they still alive? What? Yeah, because if they're in, uh, I'm getting confusing muscles now, but pos- potentially. I thought they were. Yeah, I thought they were like kept on ice and. Uh, That's lobsters. Anyway. <laughs> no, you definitely boil your lobster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you pull them out of the tank and you no, pick no, your own. When, uh, when it's served, it's served on ice. Yeah, it's, uh, it's meant to be kept chilled. I'm pretty sure they're still alive when you. Yeah, no, this is the thing. I've seen the like the little kind of tray that they bring out, and there's ice, and and there's loads of. Li- That's milk tray. You're thinking of no, milk tray. No, no. How many are on a, 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 a tray? Can I have a portion of oysters, please, Chris? Sure. How many will I get in I'll, my pocket? If, if, if I was serving you, I'd serve you up to three. But I've had six. If I, if I reckon if I got given a plate full of like six oysters, I might be a bit daunted by that. Do yeah. they fill you up? That's what I want to know. Like, what, uh, what is there to really, eat? Not, not really. They don't. That's why. six. Is it like a prawn? It is like... Um, it doesn't have... I mean, fr- prawns are quite subtle, subtle flavour, right? What are the things that you... you um, this a, is a scallop. A episode about <laughs> a beer. scallop. It's a similar, like, almost that level of flavour to a scallop, where, where, you know, dressing it brings out the flavour of that. So, yeah, it's, it's very similar to that, mate. And, yeah, it has got a strange consistency. A little, again, like people say... Squid or calamari's got a strange consistency. It's not the same consistency, but it's an unfamiliar one. Does it taste like spunk? I've had loads of spunk. It's not like spunk. <laughs> well, it's not like my dad's spunk. No. That's all I can say. When I, when I bought, bought this oyster stout, I didn't expect it to go this <laughs> look way. At you, <laughs> look at you. Was a, you were the most professional one here then. Well, when I Hello. bought this, uh, <laughs> moving swiftly on from Chrissy's dad's phone. <laughs> this conversation is going wrong. I'm sorry, Charles. I'm hitting eject on that one. <laughs> oh, dear. Back um, to where we was at. Charles, hell. come on, man. You're, you're controlling this conversation. We did a hashtag Oystergate now. on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, anyway. Okay. I'm going to open so that we, door. So we restart this half. <laughs> Keep rolling. And that's not a Fred Durst joke. Um, <laughs> right, okay. So, um, we've we've had our little classic... Right, so, I'll tell you what. We, we've been, I've been threatening to do it for ages. I met you because you listened to the, the Drunk Cast. It was just as I started the... Uh, just as I started Love Beer, actually. Yeah. It was literally like my first couple of months, I think. And um, you hit me up and you went, um, I'd be interested in doing something with you guys. And, and I said, well... We haven't got any money, and we're just having so some I haven't fun. Got any money. <laughs> and you said, I haven't got any money, I'm trying to set my business up. And I went, well, if you give us some beer, we'll talk about you on the drunk cast and, and spread all your stuff on social media. And you was kind and said yes, and then you come to the Whiffin and you bought us the the, the bar set up, which the was beer amazing. Monster. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and And it's... It's a bit of a feature, isn't it? It's mm. like it's a it's a big talking point, yep. and 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 when you come round, um, although your name is Charles, I called you Charlie a lot, yeah, and uh, and yeah. kept apologising, but um, but quite quickly, I don't know what your thoughts were on us, but I I, I just thought nice, off. nice guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's safe to say, you know, you like, yeah, yeah. I, I like I like people that kind of buck the norm. And yeah. and I'm very much the norm, but I like seeing people that. I don't know, it. mate. You're an events promoter. Yeah, that I wouldn't say you're. Dicks about doing podcasts no, in his shed. That's very you're much not the norm. Yeah, I wouldn't say you're normal. At no, all. but you know, you, <laughs> compared to your lifestyle, pretty much. 
Um, I don't know. I'd say it's two sides of the same coin. I mean, we're not like chuntering Daily Mail readers, are we? No, we're not. Which is is the different side of life. He's not, though, because he can't read. (laughs) (laughs) That's the sun, then, isn't it? If you can't read. (laughs) Oh, God. Do you know what? I I would not buy that. I would not buy that. And I I read something today on social media that... um, some, my, my, one of my friends, but um, I just see my biggest hero today. Um, he walked in because I don't know what scandalous. Um, I won't bore if because it's, it'd be date sensitive, and this probably won't be coming out for a couple of weeks. Mm. But some some atrocities have happened in England recently, and I think the Sun put some vile, salacious oh, yeah. kind of shitty headline. Actually, Manchester, thinking at R.I.P. Manchester. Mm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Manchester are genuinely considering banning banning the sun, sun after that, yeah. which is the a- second absolutely. second city. In, I haven't like, seen in, the headline, the but fucking good on them. And yeah, fuck, fuck the sun. And 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 this guy walked in and said, oh, "Have you got any copies of the sun?" I mean, yeah, yeah we've got loads. I mean, I call them, bought the lots, put them in the bin. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, good guy. Nice, um, sweet. But um, where was I going with that? You're two sides of the same coin. You're both. We're not Daily Mail readers. Daily Mail. No, yeah, we're yeah, not, not Daily, Daily Mail, Mail readers. readers. Okay, so. Um, Tell us a little bit about your upbringing, because last time you, you told us... Well, where do you want me to start? I, I want to know about your... Uh, obviously, you, you had the best nickname growing up. Yeah, well, probably... you coined it. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people were just taking the piss out of me. I didn't have a label until you brought it in. <laughs> until two, yeah, until two <laughs> Essex boys you'd only met for fucking an hour. Started going, what was it, Smelly Wood Kiss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it, Smoky Wood Boy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I genuinely, I almost put that as my uh, nickname on, uh, on Facebook brilliant. for a little bit, but brilliant. I thought it's going to look a bit odd if I put it up out of context. Yeah, yeah. So, you was brought up Yeah, uh, so my, I mean, my, my mum, I mean, I guess it's like a proper version of the good life, but my mum my and dad have always been, like, organic. They hate the word hippie, it's not not a good word in our house uh, they'd say like hippie is more a fashion trend like what, mm. what we do is much more like an organic lifestyle so where we are in Kent we bought uh, bought the house we were in when I was three uh, it had no electricity or plumbing or anything like that and we lived in a caravan in the back garden for the best part of the year while we got the house just about livable um, and I mean this was in a time where it wasn't wasn't trendy now like Grand Designs has popularised this idea of of moving into a house and living living in a shithole for years and years until you actually get it habitable but back then it was not 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 the done thing but now we've got like a really awesome house and we um we grow all of our own vegetables or a lot of our own vegetables during the summer and but the smelly wood kid came about because uh throughout the whole we don't have any central heating or for a long long time we never had any central heating uh so it's all all, all of our clothes were dried on wood fires it's all wood fires in the house. Most of them were leaky wood fires as well. And so uh, I used to get picked on loads because uh, all of my clothes smelt of wood all the time. Yeah. And then you picked it up and gave me a complex for the last couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag smelly wood. <laughs> what, what I found uh, fascinating about that though, mate, is even if, if, if you did, if people did give you shit about it, like one of the things I noticed about you um, is how you're quite gregarious and confident, actually. That's how you come across and you're, you're yeah. very passionate. No, and- definitely not. I, I like, am, am racked with uh, insecurities all the time, yeah. like on, on a regular basis. Mm. I just have learnt to act like I'm yeah. cocksure. Cockshaw. Yeah. Okay, that's fair, dude. I mean, you, you're I, I, not I'll alone like there. I think a lot of people. Do. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people. Mm. I, and that's what I, I realise. It's just it's half the battle, isn't it? Like if you yeah, yeah. if you if you 
pretend you're confident, then people assume you are. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They don't know that. Very, I go home and cry true. every night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the minute we stop recording, me and Chris just hold each other and cry. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, do, we do. We do, mate. Um, well, that, that's, that's, that's crazy. Um, so, but it's very weird now. Like, uh, it's only been in the last few years. I mean, even when I was at art college, the lifestyle we had was still a bit weird. Yeah. And uh, it's only been in the last few years that it's people have been like, Oh, you're a massive hippie. That's cool. Whereas before, it was never. never that was not. But you know, that my lifestyle is not was not desirable up until about three or four years mm. ago, and See, it's very yeah, weird yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. See, it's, it's very desirable to me, and it, and that's not yeah. me. Just watched a couple of episodes of Grand Designs. Like um, working where I worked for a long time, there was um, a contingent of people that worked there that had built their own kind of community in a forest. Mm. And 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 it, and it was incredible, and and they they were affectionately known as like um, crusties, um, <laughs> yeah. And what who, yeah. was the, who was the activist? I mean, a lot of the family the friends were famous be. activist. Um, so, oh, and one of them, um, my, my friend uh, Seth, was, was officially known by um, the door staff that that worked at the club at the time as Swampy. Um, <laughs> and uh, so it sounds like you know a lot of my family. Yeah, <laughs> but um. But however, like, I just thought you're kind of self-sufficient living in the forest, and as much as I like to go and swim in lakes and mm-hmm. climb mountains and stuff like that, like, I would love that. I would love that, and it's not as fun as it sounds. And <laughs> no, <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's a lot of work. You know, it, we, we, all of our logs, we do about seven tonnes of logs a year. It's really weird you say this, right? Because um, Brad, who's filming this, was with me. And um, the last time we went to the Lake District, I believe, um, while swimming, um, we found a, a, a B&B, just, just literally driving through the, the, the mountains, really, just thinking, right, we need somewhere to stay tonight. Let's just try and get a phone signal and find somewhere where we can stay. And we found this place. And... Um, and this guy come to the come to the door, and uh, and he was like, "Yeah, it's fine. Like, you, you know, four of you can stay here." And he was he was it was his campus Christmas, I think it's safe to say. Lovely guy. And he was smashing, and uh, and he had a very very well spoken West London accent. Yeah. And I just thought, okay, we are on a very isolated kind of farm house in the Lake District and we are staying with a very camp very posh Londoner Mm. and um, and he was lovely and and, and, and that evening he said where are you going tonight we just want to go and find somewhere to eat and have a drink and he said I'll run you down the pub and um, and we we went down the pub and he he, he had a drink with the locals and he he, he drove us back and then when we got back he was like right you, you know I've get the fire going do you guys like you know want to have some some old wine i'll bring you some food out and he we were just sitting in his front room around this log fire just kind of eating cheese and 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 crackers and stuff and drinking wine it was absolutely idyllic yeah and uh and i got into him a little bit and i said like Look, i've got to ask you you don't strike me as a local and he said no no i'm not and um and he said basically he went, 
do you, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what I'd done. And, and he pulled out a copy of, was it Country Life magazine or something like that? And he was on the cover. And I was like, oh, right, wow. And um, <laughs> just happens to have it in every drawer of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, do you know what? He was, he was, it was not like that. He was, he was very, very humble. Mm. And, and he wouldn't have mentioned anything had yeah, we yeah. not have drilled no, him I, down. I know, yeah. I know, yeah. and, um, and it turns out, um, He'd worked for the royal family all of his life, mm. and he was Princess Anne's one of her closest people that that worked with the horses. Mm. He was a horse whisperer, was part what? of his kind of thing, and he <laughs> travelled the whole world working with the horses and the Olympic team and stuff like that. And so by now we're just kind of like, wow, what? this is this that's is crazy, pretty crazy story. Yeah. And like, you was there, wasn't you, Brad? Yeah, yeah, and. Um, and then uh, he went, yeah. And I said, so how did you end up here? He said, like, well, basically, like, I was on a plane going to, to America to do something with, like, the Olympic team. And I, the free in-flight magazine was selling property at the back. And I just thought, that's it. He said, I come from a house where I had cleaners, a butler. And he said, I mm. just thought, I'm done. Mm. And he bought this, this house that had a big... Septic tank was it? Or? Yeah. Has um, just got one of them? <laughs> and and it was pretty bleak what he bought. And he said, and I just thought, right, I'm going to move to the country. I had no experience of it. Didn't know what he was getting himself into. And and it was like fuck. And I said like, and and to me, I just thought right, villages are clicky, and you've got a very posh, very mm. camp gay man moving mm. into a village that might be I don't know I don't know how understanding and, and liberal these yeah, areas yeah. are do you know what I mean yeah. and uh, and I thought wow that's a that's a brave move mm. and um, and he was like yeah and, and, and quite quickly I realised we'd fucked up <laughs> and uh, I moved my mum in because my mum was elderly and she was still there and, and I presume he was with his partner we didn't get to see his partner did we and um, and, and he went yeah and I said so what have you done he said well I realised to, to integrate uh, to integrate into the community everyone has to work with each other and you have to bring your thing to the table mm. and he said like so blah 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 over there he fixes my fences Mm. And blah blah blah. He mows all the lawns everywhere, and this person does that. And I said, "What do you do?" He said, "Well, I didn't do anything, and I had to learn to do something quickly." And he used his kind of horse-based background and whispering techniques. And he's a shepherd, and so <laughs> all he does now is he takes his dogs out and yeah. he trains the dogs. Right, as he trained his horses, yeah. he trains his dogs now to kind of like herd all the sheep That's on the cool. mountains. And he spends every day out on the mountains mm. on his own dealing wow. with the sheep. It takes someone very and like, very intelligent and very adaptable to be able to pull that off, though. Yeah. Because I think, uh, and myself included, I, I live like half of that life now. But like, I think if I parachuted into somewhere that I don't know with yeah. like, no support, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't last long at all. Yeah. I, yeah, I get pretty sick with yeah. that Facebook or something. It was quite weird because we mm. was four drunk lads that were having a weekend away, swimming and drinking beer, and and we sat in his front room, literally like, oh my god, that's that's amazing! Like, you know, this guy mm. was 
almost royalty, do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and had the most privileged of life and just went, I'm done. Mm. I'm done. I, I want I want to keep it real. And and he did. And, and you know, lives a very lovely life now, just in the mountains, you know, dealing, yeah. with, dealing with being a shepherd. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. That's very, very remote though, isn't it? Those, um, that, that village lifestyle like that. Well, he there's, said like... There's nothing like that around here. Because I said to him, what happens when it snows? He went, yeah, but fucked. Yeah. He said like, yeah. we, we have to have enough stuff here because you won't see us for three weeks. Yeah. Like, you know, there's no in or out. How was that for you? Snow and stuff like that, or you? We um, we're like a mile away from a main road that gets gritted, so okay. we've got we've got three Land Rovers in the family that is complete overkill. But um, you're right to get a Costa, aren't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on about, mate? So, oh, actually, actually, the village, you got an espresso machine, though. So. No, the village shop does have a one of those. I've got my foot caught in your. <laughs> I've, had, I've had that, mate. Um, yeah, the. Um, uh, the local shop does have one of those little Costa es- Expresses right. uh, that you can go and get it made up. Uh, we've got a little cafe up there. I mean, we're a mile away from our nearest shop, which might, may seem fine, may not, but um, we're, we're rural enough to be like proper country folk, but we're not too far away if we want to get in. Five miles away from Maidstone, so it's not like it's not the end of the world. I used to cycle a lot, so I used to cycle into town to get responsibly drunk and <laughs> cycle back yeah. out at the end of the night. Well, oh, you I- said you produce like seven tonnes of wood a year. Mm. How's, well, we, that? How's that? How's we that? We order it in, and then uh, we've got uh, recently where me and my brother have got lazier and um, and other jobs and other jobs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, I was going to make that point actually. If you want to live that lifestyle properly, you need to have some sort of savings that mean that you don't have to work because it takes a hell of a lot of work. It's a full time job looking after something like that. But yeah. um, so we've got a, a machine. Like we've borrowed it off one of my dad's mates. We've got a machine. It's so like a wood um, processor. Or yeah, something like I mean, it still takes. You know, you, you can still be doing it for two or three days. But we do with seven tons of logs a year, keeping the thing. I mean, it would help. Like if there was some sort of government grant to rip everything out and insulate it or something, it we'd be a hell of a lot more efficient. 
but um, as it is, you, I think half of your wood probably gets burnt and the heat goes straight out the top. Oh. And like my my room is the coldest room in in the world when in, during winter and the hottest room in the world during summer. It is, so yeah. you're, that makes you quite quite tough in that sense, doesn't it? Because I, I, well, I'm, I I'm a bit fussy when it comes to sleeping. I need it just right, you know. I, I've learned <laughs> to fall asleep pretty much anywhere, but as soon as it gets <laughs> as soon as it gets cold outside, I'm the first one with a blanket on. Oh, okay. uh, Would you yeah. change anything about your upbringing? If you'd asked me that when I was 16, yeah, pretty much all of it. But yeah, I think now you sort of mellow into it a bit. Do you um, think you... you, you it, obviously, it's made you what you are now. Yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah. So you wouldn't change that. You're obviously no. very comfortable in yourself now. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. I wouldn't want to. But if you asked me that when I was 16... Yeah, but when you're, si- when you're 14, shit. 15, 16, you just want to be one of the cool guys. You don't mm. want to be the in-betweener and you mm. don't want to be the nerd. And if you're Smokey Wood Boy, you know... Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you are, you know, you're you're... You're going to be a target because mm, that's what because kids also, are like. Even that, like you said, like the word hippie has got such negative connotations mm. to it, and it's a, it's a shame. And, and and I think a large part of the negative connotation towards hippie is because it's renouncing the things that people yeah. can earn money out of, right? Why would it be? Why would why would a, a consumer culture, which we live in and have for the last twenty years, want to make hippies? Be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Why would why would they ever, why would there ever be a, a, anything close to that a positive it's connotation? Never get good press, is it? It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be because you're not making any money out yeah, of someone of who wants to be autonomous. Yeah. And and not yeah. you know destroy the environment at the yeah. same time. I, yeah, I think yeah. there's a lot to do with that when it comes to hippies. I like I I very much rebelled massively against my upbringing when I got to about eleven. It was like the absolute opposite of anything that I wanted to do. Yeah. Um. And my parents never really pushed it on me either. And yeah. uh, I then became a massive hippie through getting into hardcore anarcho punk. <laughs> and um, <laughs> that's all like they're all vegans and they're yeah. all anti establishment and all that sort of thing. And then I got a couple of years. I went How to old art college. How old was you when that was happening? Hmm? How old was you when. when, when end you of college. Of... So that was about. Uh, sorry, end of school. So it was about 16. And then all through the two years I failed at college, uh, I was really into my punk music. And then hardcore it, as in hardcore rave or as in hardcore punk? Hardcore no, hardcore punk. punk. Right. Yeah, uh, anarcho-punk, like people like Crass or Oi oh, yeah. Conflict, like yeah. proper, you know, I mean, I think Crass, one of Crass's first charity gigs, they, um, it was an anti-racism gig and all the money was supposed to go to charity and they tried to refuse their, their paycheck at the end of it. They were just doing it because they wanted to be there and the corporation wouldn't refuse, wouldn't take their money. So they set up their own stuff and like proper grassroots oh, stuff. I, I think he's an Essex boy. Uh, he may well be actually. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, I can't remember his name. Steve Ignorant. No, that's not his name. Um, the Crass. Yeah, his name Steve. is it's not Steve. Um, I will check. But um, he's an Essex boy. Okay. Um, I, I wouldn't. He's definitely got that twang about him. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's a good shout. I don't, I don't know if he if he is now. Uh, sorry, if he was then, but he he he, he definitely is. Uh, he definitely is now. It was very much. Uh, Art college um, that sort of changed me from a black wearing hardcore punk into a flowery graphic really? designer. And um, but I mean, it was more just get rid of the pretense, and I was just wearing what I wanted to. And yeah, quite happy with it. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not being rude. I'm just trying to find out. What oh, I want to know as well. Just texting. Uh, yes, yeah, texting your missus. It's driving me up the. What made you? What made that transition? Between the hardcore to the sort of like, I mean, I still listen to it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, yeah. I still got a playlist. Uh, Penny Rimbaud. Ah, uh, yeah, that was yeah, that's the poet from yeah. it. Uh, and this, I, I swear, the guy that sings it is um, Steve Ignorant. Oh right, yeah. yeah the, the actual P- Penny, Penny lives in Essex. I'm sure he lives mm. over sort of 
the, the arse into Chelmsford or somewhere like that. I, 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 I might yeah, be wrong. It wouldn't surprise me. I, yeah. I, all, all I know is that he's a really good poet. If yeah. You, if you want to find, I, I'm not even into poetry, but he's yeah. some of the few stuff. I, I, there's yeah. probably Crass fans wanting to kill me now, but I believe Penny was like the kind of the, the main man. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, he he was the vocalist. and Yeah. Uh, I mean, they all shared the ethics, but he put it into yeah. words. And then Steve Ignorant shouted it with, I think yeah. the name's Eva. But yeah, um, <laughs> uh, really, really into it. Really, really into it. Still, I've got a mate, uh, Jingleton, and every now and then if we do meet up, we put it on and there's like a couple of songs that we'll just sit there and like, you know, like you're 16 again. Like, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. And but that's, that's a cool thing because how old are you now? 27. I mean, let's have it right. So you was what eighteen? When was your art college? Eighteen. So when was that? Nine. Went to art college in eighteen when I was eighteen. Yeah. Which was what? Two thousand and eight. How many kids were listening to Crass in two thousand and eight? Well, actually, Maidstone's got a weird little pocket of punk in it, and there was quite a lot in in that. But that's you know, but you, you know, but, I mean, it, there were still only five of us. But, but there was, uh, <laughs> you know, but the thing is, like, uh, you know, a lot of kids at that point that were into. In inverted commas, punk were like, yeah, we love Green Day. Yeah, yeah, and like one eighty two. That's and, punk, and, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and and you know, oh, oh yeah, we like the Sex Pistols. But like, you could even you know drill that down into your kind of whether you want to say the jam, the undertones, buzzcocks, yeah. etc. But crass is it's pretty out there. It's pretty, you and there's know, one, there's Oi Poloi are even more yeah. out there. I mean, they're like. Uh, I forgot what it's got. I think it's called like crust punk or something like that. But I mean, it's proper. <laughs> after it I'll, get, I'll see if I've yeah, got some yeah, on my phone listen. but I mean yeah. it is like, and it's great I, and the thing is like, you'll listen to him screaming but you, and they'll all chat with you after the gig like, and they'll be on stage there's people bowling around metal on their shirts like people getting accidental nosebleeds and stuff and you speak to them afterwards and they're just like Scottish and they just play, like, oh yeah, how you doing, man? Oh yeah, I'm just a gentle vegan, <laughs> and just complete world apart. Yeah, and um, such a nice community to be in at that so age as do, well. Do, do you think that kind of music got you at that point? Because did you do you think you had like a bit of pent up anger of your upbringing? And oh yeah, up, almost, like, you know, yeah. I know it's a cliche, but like you know, do you think that was the case? I think when I was know? sixteen, I was very angry. Yeah, because yeah, you know, you, in the, in my previous podcast, you said like when. Rage Against the Machine dropped. It mm. got you at the right time. Mm. And you said, just mm. talking about it, you could feel, you know, it, it made you want to do something when you heard it. Yeah, like, yeah totally. It also I, gives you that outlet, I think, more more than anything. Well, well, see, where do you think, where do you think that, that sorry, can I, I cut you off then, what were you going to no, say? No, no, it's just, uh, just that, I think it just gives you an outlet. It, it's, it gave me a bit of direction and it's still something that, all of the, the idea, it wasn't flash, fly by night, you know, a, a lot of my mates stopped being vegetarian and have, one of them's an accountant, you know? yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and it just for McDonald's it stuck with me. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it definitely resonated. With I, me. I think, as much as you know, you all move on and you all kind of give an inch, you know, and you mellow as you get older. I, I think it's safe to say, but I do think you make a bit of a decision. I think that that might not be a conscious decision when you're. 18, 19, 20, 21, when you kind of surround yourself with your friends that you kind of gravitate towards and, and the music you listen to and the films that you watch and the clubs and the, the way you choose to socialise, where I think you, you kind of set out your path and I think you don't ever stray that far from it. I, mm. I think you, there's yeah. definitely a certain part at that point where you kind of realise roughly who you are through a, mm. probably a... a 
catastrophe of nightmares yeah, and yeah. drunken nights and and falling out with people and and you know and, and odd girlfriends and boyfriends etc. But I think it does kind of set you up and and you <clears throat> I don't know maybe I've had a few no, too I many th- drinks I already. Think, but I think I it think... does point your personality in certain directions, yeah. doesn't it? And and you might go through different phases, but there is a core to aspects of your personality that you you always have as a yeah, thing yeah, yeah. definitely I and mean, it's around that sort of age as well that a lot of people stopped stopped going to gigs and you know stopped being vegetarian and stopped you stopped seeing the you know I'm I'm still an angry political poster on Facebook a lot of the people that I used to be Funny. doing that with uh, not doing that anymore yeah, yeah, you know and yeah. um it was around that sort of age that shift happened and I sort of gravitated and went off I mean I'm a real social butterfly I've, I've got Loads of friend groups, <laughs> but yeah, no, nobody particularly close. But I just constantly shift around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah same here. Okay. I think it's nicer to except for like oh, I have to shift around because nobody likes. Me. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, they, they can't stand me after a few weeks. So. <laughs> no, no, what? you. I don't think you've got anyone that will go like, oh yeah, Chrissy Pucker. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Right. I wondered where that was going, and I thought yeah. he was disagreeing nice. with you. No, he's been no. nice to me once on all of these. I, I think, like, one episode he said a nice thing about me. I got all excited to phone up Pip yesterday because, um, which I can talk about now because I think we're going to probably put that out ahead of this. Mm-hmm. But we had um, Brett Goldstein come round on um, two nights ago to record mm. a podcast, and uh, and he. He mentioned, um, I think it's safe so we can say what his top five subject is going to be. He'd done last lines in films. Right. And he mentioned one film and uh, and you got all excited and started quoting it. Yeah. Completely wrong film. <laughs> and then, and then. Um, let, uh, let me say this. I've gone in, yeah. Let yeah, me yeah, say, because yeah, you on. will dumb it down. Yeah, okay. You will dumb it down and it was one of the most amazing things you've ever said. <laughs> So we got speaking about other films that we really enjoyed, and Brett said, um, "I think a, a great film is Sexy Beast," and uh, which is a great film. Um, and I said, "Yes, I think it was a game-changing performance for Ray Winston." <laughs> and Chris went, "I totally agree. I think it was one of the uh, best performances from." Uh, or sorry, your exact words are something along the lines of like, and yeah, well, not not just Ray Winston. Ken Livingston was amazing in it. <laughs> <laughs> Ken fucking Livingston, and I went, huh? And I went, Ken Livingston, and you went, yeah. And I went, uh, okay, do like, you mean Ben Kingsley? And you went, you looked a little bit sheepish, obviously, while we was just roaring yeah, yeah. Um, at your stupidity. <laughs> And then, terrible and then you went, Oh, they roll off the tongue the same no, way. I'm still, still saying it. I've done it my whole life with names. I just Ben Ken, that's it. Livingston Kingsley. They, unfortunately, so, saying it quickly Livingston Kingsley. Livingston, no. oh, Kingsley, it's only two. But, Three syllables, uh, two yeah, syllables. Right, okay. That doesn't work. I've done it for ages. I always, yeah. get, I always give them a little switch. I'm really bad with names, but I just get them. It's, yeah, it's not, I mean, people. It took me about three times to get yours. Well, that's all right. I, I called you Charlie for about <laughs> yeah. two weeks. Uh, but no, I mean, like any, and it's really bad doing f- festivals year after year because like 
people remember me. I'm, I'm a Malby posh kid, so uh, they are stick in their minds, and they'll be like, "Hey, dude, like, I remember you, but I don't know your name." There's only so many. How many? How many do you reckon? Because doing what I do, working on the front of nightclubs, yeah, yeah. You, you meet hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people yeah. over the years, and uh, and because there's only maybe ten people that, that generally fluctuate around that front part of the club, they kind of know names. Mm. So people go, "Hey, it's you," and I'm like, "Oh, mate, like, yeah, yeah, it's all going, yeah, you're not bad, mate." Mm. And how many mates do you reckon you can get in before it's just fucking rude? Yeah. My you cousin, um, you have to nip it in the bud and just say, um, oh, "I'm sorry." I've yeah, your name. I'll do or that. What is your name? It's just better to do that than then to rip that plaster off. Don't don't drag yeah. it out. The, and also, the longer you leave it, the worse it gets. My yeah. cousin says, "Buddy," all the time. You're right, buddy. How you doing, buddy? Yeah. And he, he can have full blown conversations, and all he's called them is "buddy." Yeah, buddy power, away, mate. Just go. I know that was never seen him get life. away with it. Shameless, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> shameless. But he just he's so well practiced at it. He doesn't <laughs> flinch. Well, we've just drilled into. Um, Smoky Wood Boys background. Yep. And, I've uh, actually got a smoky beer coming up. But, uh, let's do it. Should we do it? Uh, we'll do the one before it. Okay. Uh, I, it's, I, don't right. know, I can't remember what bottles it is. Oh, that's the one. The one that we pulled out. Oh, the one we, we pulled out earlier. It's stirred it all up with the sediment now. Oh, Stuart. So, are we going for that one? Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Uh, so, these guys are a brand new brewery. It's got a brilliant label. Yeah, yeah. It's what attracted that? me to them. They're, they're actually... Um... Oh, sorry, if you're not watching this, I'm, I'm being quite rude. Oh, um, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> got a, it's got a monkey playing uh, a double bass, um, and, and it's called... Panama Jazz. Uh, it's by a brewery called Angels and Demons. Mm. Um, it's, it's a red India pale ale. I normally don't like red beers, so I saved this till last, last night, and it was really tasty. Um, You've got the best job ever. It's fun, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I mean, last night, genuinely, it was. <laughs> my mate came around earlier, and I, was like, um, and I said, oh, I've got. I, had to, I was up late last night, sampling all the beers. <laughs> like, oh, and he's like, You realise you can just spit them out like wine? I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I generally. I'm not a massive fan of red beers at all. And, uh, and this one was a pleasant surprise. Mm. Um, did you say a red beer? Mm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not red, but if you hold it up to the light, it will be a bit like It's ruby. got a little black cherry sort of... Yeah, I see what you're saying. See what you're saying. Mm. Little... I, do, I do like it. I do like these. Little splodge there. Thank you. Um, yes, these guys actually set up their brewery uh, about the same time I set up Love Beer. So they're, they're really, really new. Um, a few months old. Um, there's actually two breweries, though, of these guys. Uh, they're based... Sandwich or something like I'll that. I'll tell you where they're based. Capel. Um, Coldham Farm, Coldham Lane, Capel Laferne. Yeah. Okay. It's near Sandwich. Folkestone, Kent. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, they have two breweries there, or two bits of branding. They've got uh, Angels and Demons, and they've... Um, cheers. That was a good... That was, was, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, they've got the uh, interestingly named McCann's Brewery. McCann's yeah dear oh dear it was uh, an interesting decision I've got to be honest but um, yeah the, the McCann's basically do traditional more traditional beers these ones are like the more American hoppy style craft beers mm. you enjoying that? it's lovely it is nice isn't it? this as I say normally red ales are, are pretty terrible and they're, they're normally not got a lot of flavour into them they're kind of like a more jazzed up bitter I had this last okay. night and that went straight on the list Mm. So, 
Shall I read the blurb on the bottle? Yeah, do it. Yeah. Read away, show off. Um, <laughs> Just because someone you're can read. reading skills. <laughs> do you want to do it? No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably pumble. <laughs> At the back of the club, the monkey slaps the strings with howling tenacity. Every stroke hits a fresh chord. As he finishes, you realise life isn't so bad after all. Packed with vibrancy and flavour, every mouthful is a new experience. Our red IPA is best enjoyed chilled with cured meats or grilled mozzarella burgers and strong hard cheeses. Mm. It may contain sediment, pour with care. Mm. How fucking good is that? I like I love, I love serving the, suggestions. I, yeah, as that's well, what like. I like. That's yeah. what I like. The other one was like, you know, serve with like, you know, beef and, and, mm. and this is like have it with like Cured meats and grilled mozzarella burgers, or strong hard cheeses. Oh, I'm, I'm, that's, I'm having sex in my mind at the moment with that. That sounds amazing. That is the shit. There's a, um, there's a website called There's a Beer for That. I think it's oh, really? But uh, they specifically do ter- pairing suggestions for styles of beers. It's something. Obviously, being a vegetarian, I couldn't tell you whether or not it goes well with steak. But um, they they've done the research, and there's a whole website dedicated to it. Before you, you talk a little more about um, Angels and Demons Panama Jack, um, what will we be enjoying it with this evening, Chris? I'm thinking this is going on to oh this yes, is going on to one of the uh, this is other this nuts is I was mentioning earlier. Heavyweight crispage. It's getting yeah. its own bowl. Yeah. Not even crispage, but ah, I've never had them. Marmite cashews. Yeah, this was my suggestion last time. On it, I'm so glad you decided to bring them along, mate. These things, these are game changers. Also, yeah. also see snack, uh, marmite rice cakes as well. Oh yes, I'll be now. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're about to meet. Oh well, shall we pause for a little bit so we can <laughs> scoff the lot? They oh. look good. Oh god. I'll let the. Let the virgin go for it. Yeah, yeah. Brad, do you want to dive in and have one of these, mate, as well? Because you're going to... Yeah, I have a nut virgin. Can you... Nut virgin or Marmite nut? Marmite nut. Holy shit. It's a game changer, isn't it? You will get the dirtiest fingers, though. You know, like twiglet fingers. Mm. I was about to say, that is like a um, nut twiglet... Kind I, of I um, how good they are. Fuck fest. Mm. Yeah. yeah Have we even said what they are yet? Yeah. Oh. Marmite, Marmite, Marmite coated cashews. Mm. And they Available are, from most supermarkets. Yes, yes. They Holy are beauts. They are absolutely beauts. And they don't do too bad with this uh, arrow either, do they? No. No, good choice. They go all right. Oh, man. That is really good. We are literally just scoffing and drinking. Mm. I'm trying to record a podcast. <laughs> we'll put some special effects over this bit. <laughs> some explosions. <laughs> pew, pew. Put, put a scene from another movie in it. Maybe from Sexy Beast. <laughs> Basic instinct. So, so I, I want to know. So you you drink beer a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I'm not expecting you to stand up and say, hi, I'm yeah, Charles. Yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> Yeah, um, no, about six pints a day. No, no. Um, I, I think I was saying earlier. Right. Um, so let, let me let me break it down. Right. I'll dumb in to interrupt you there, but like, so for instance, Friday night, um, your girlfriend comes over, and you think, right, I've got four or five nice beers. Let's have some beers. Yeah. So 
If they're in there, yeah. I mean, girlfriends are really into pale ales as well, so we can. So, we what's can the setup? It. How do you appreciate your beer? What 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 is your evening in with lager? It, lager. To be sorry, honest, if sorry. I'm, if yeah. I, yeah, if I'm sorry. drinking a lager, it, I will just get something like a, a Foster's or something yeah, cheap. Yeah. Sorry, you know, like, sorry. I, um, but yeah, I I don't know. Don't really have one. It depends on what's in the cupboard because uh, quite often I'll only get one or two beers. In, in which case, I'll drink them while I'm doing like invoices in the evening or something like that. Uh, that's. If I'm drinking craft beer, that's normally how I do it. So, whereas, like, you two might get in, or you definitely will get in, you sit down and you'll have a glass of wine, I'll maybe have a couple of strong beers, and it'll, it'll be do, about the do same. Do you smack with it? No, I'm not a big snacker. I think there's enough weight going on with the beer, so <laughs> start piling away some crisps as well. I'm into <laughs> shaky territory. What about you, Glasson? Don't really drink at home. I really don't. I enjoy drinking with friends socially, and, you know... I get pissed because I don't. I get. I enjoy the f- <laughs> taste of booze. Really, mm. I like it all. I think I started when I was uh, younger. Dad got me into strange things like bitters and milds. When my friends were drinking things like white lightning, and um, yeah, so like this whole like the craft ale, the IPAs. When that started becoming a bit of a bit of zeitgeist and a bit of flavor of the month. My my luck was in because I've been drinking it for years and and it all just went another level. What I was drinking back in the day compared to the beautiful things you've brought here today, Charles, is a whole different uh, kettle of fish. So I'm in my element, but I don't drink. I don't really drink at home. I rarely, yeah, I don't smoke anymore. I might have the odd joint, and I mean the odd joint, and that's it. And okay. uh, but yeah, Sundays would be a great day for a craft ale down the pub with a roast dinner or something mm. like that. Yeah, love it. I think really boring answer, Chris. Thanks. Um, I think craft beers really lend themselves to the socialising thing. Like this, we'll chat around. There's a everyone's got a common language for beer. There's none of this like, oh, this one's got floral notes or blah blah blah. Like mm-hmm. all of us have just gone, I like that, or nah, yeah. that's not a bit of me. Yeah, and yeah, the last yeah. one that was very apparent. There's a lot, a bit more of a mix of beers on mm. that one, wasn't there? Mm. And it was. You don't need to go in hard on all this flamboyant technology yeah. uh, terminology. Yeah. It's just nice, or it's not, mm. or it tastes a bit chocolatey. Mm. Or, but yeah, let's not. You know, let's try and keep it nice and off the people. Yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely, absolutely. Um, <coughs> I don't know big words anyway. Yeah, Charles. <laughs> yeah. So I would struggle. What about you? you? You're a wine drinker, aren't you? Predominantly. Yeah, yeah. Wine and whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Um, not in my market. Not a money maker. No, um, I am. Um, I've been to a, f- a, a few distilleries when I've been out and about in the mountains, and g- generally in Scotland, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll try and whiskey uh, distilleries, mm. and uh, I love it. Mm. Absolutely love it. And it's uh, the same sort of culture, though, isn't it? With yeah, the, I'm, I'm not an expert at all, and I don't spend loads of money on whiskey, mm. and I don't spend loads of money on wine. But that's what I like uh, about craft beer at the moment is yeah. we're pre lots of money kind of territory, yeah. right? There's none of this whiskey, wine, pomp and yeah. stuff about it. You can just go down. Like the London breweries all have tap rooms. Um, and you can just go there and try all the beers you want. And you and your Fantastic. mates will be able to chat about them all day. Yeah. And some of them are like 7%. So mm. you have a few of them. Yeah, and go easy. As soon as you get yeah. outside, you know it, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, well, shall we how, how are you getting one? on? Shall we? I mm. mean, I've, I've all right. zipped that down. Hmm. Mm. Let's do it. Yeah. Be quite well timed as well, wouldn't it? Oh, look at this! Oh, look at that! We are we are doing well for time, aren't we? We we we're being professional again. 
It's scary, isn't it? Yeah. Well, if this is better than the last one... I think it is, and if you like I'm going to eat my own arms. If you like really? that last mm. one, you're going to like this one as well. Mm. How many snacks you got left, Chris? He's got quite a big bag. Loads. Right, okay, so um, I want to bring one to the table for oh, numero uno, yeah, and, and yeah, I'll let you it. bring one as well. I'll let you oh, bring one. What, are we gonna, what, we're going to have a snack off? My, mine, Your you... snack off's going to win, because I've, I've prematurely ejaculated. Okay. And <laughs> I don't that. have any other snacks. Oh, right, oh, okay. Um, what you, oh, go on, you, you bring one to the table. Right. Yeah, I've already had one of these. Thank so you very much. Do you want to try a bit of that, Brad? Oh, thank you very much. It's alright. No, it's all on you because all these other ones, they're going to kill Charles to have them. That's alright. Oh, all, all my, parent, my parents will eat meat, so I'm, I'm a girlfriend, so I'm, I'm fairly used to having to put up with it. Right, well. I'll have the salad. <laughs> I'm going to go for a, a holiday crisp. Oh. Now, this you rarely see in the UK. Um, and I was out the other day, and I see it, and I was like, holy shit. Was you in the UK? And uh, I was in Venezuela, <laughs> and, uh, no, but, I, I, yeah, I, I was I was in a shop near where I, I live, yep. and, I, and I just thought, holy shit, holiday crisps. Got to get stuck into those and, holiday crisps. And, mm. and they are. They're the absolute wow. shit. They're like unicorns. Now, they're called Curly, um, and uh, they are basically um, a what's it. Peanut flavour. Um, I've only ever had these, clearly, on holiday. Yeah. And, and I see them and I got super excited. And I'll tell you what. I'm quite looking forward to oh, this. Oh, they're good. It is the Get shit. Scorn. Get involved. Get involved. They're game changers, yeah, mate. Yeah, they are really good. They're not, I don't know. God. They're weird. I know. <laughs> A peanutty... What's it? Yeah, a knots it. Mm. A knots it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My, my brain so? doesn't know what to do with them. Yeah. They're like, they should be orangey and... Yeah. Mm. Soak it in. Mm. Soak it in. It is good. And they get better with time. Yeah. Mm. A bit like fine wines. Yeah. Oh, they're, uh, they're strange. Solid choice, mate. Solid. I like them. Mm. Charles hasn't been won over. He's not quite sure what to do with them I, yet. I'd definitely buy them again. I'm just... My brain needs to like. It's got Take two things time. that have, for a long time, been very separate: yeah. peanuts and whatsits. Yeah. And you've just slammed them together, mm. and my my brain is struggling at the moment. Just our roll. Yeah. Oh, they're good, mate. Game changer. Yeah, no, I, I think they're good. Uh, they are. Bring holiday, something else to the table quickly, me. Chris. Come on. Right. We got two he's, bowls uh, here. He's nursing that beer at the moment. Do you smell that? I've not. I mean, no, not yet. Smell it and taste it. It smells meaty. I'm gonna go crazy. I like a pork scratching. All right. And then I saw these. Jalapeno pork crunch. <laughs> that. <laughs> Excites me. these fuckers well. So, do, are you a pork scratching man? Do, um, do, do you do it? We go... Because these aren't as bad because they don't have all the fat on them. Whenever I go to the pub... Is that even a pork... It just looked like a puff. Mm. Is it actually Ooh. real animal? I don't think that's very porky. Oh. I think it's just fake animal in it. Oh, it's not real. Yeah. Let me get some real animal. On oh, this bloody hell. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I don't think so. 
Oh no, pork rind. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it's the first ingredient. Always skip my, past the uh, first ingredient. Oh, they are good. Bring it That's out. That's a real out, bit of pub food. Well, only my, you can um, have that. My dog. Um, whenever I take my dog up the pub, uh, my dog has a bag of pork scratchings. He uh, he loves them. Um, Brad, you're you're a vegetarian, aren't you? I am. I can't 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 eat that. Oh, it looks like a little dog's lipstick. That. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, Red back is sparky. You need to, um, yeah, perfect pairings for this drink, I think, actually. Okay. What, the Sunaki and Tsunami? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about the beer, buddy. Uh, taste it first. Taste okay. and smell. Okay, cheers, gang. Thank you, Charles, for joining us. Mm. It's all right. Thank you day. for having me again. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. I haven't even put that in my mouth. That smells amazing. I, I'm not being horrible, smoky wood boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Smoky. Yeah, yeah, it's meant to be. It yeah. smells smoky. It's oh. uh, it's got German smoked malt in it. Got me that. Oh, what the fuck? That's incredible. Mm. Do you want a bit more? Just a touch. Oh man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jesus again. Christ. What, what is the name of this brewery? Uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, and I don't even know how, how you pronounce the beer. B O U T I L L I E R S. Boutilliers. Boutilliers, yeah. And I it's guess. called um, a, a Rush Beer, which is R A U C H B I E R. Probably not done that justice. I think he takes a lot of inspiration from Germany, so it would probably be a Rauch beer. A, right. Sorry, okay. that is exactly what yeah. it is, yeah. Uh, German smoked malt, German. Oh, that, that is. Something else, isn't it? What a waste of It's 6.1%, yeah, yeah, but. Because the last one, it was just pull them out, they're all good. This one was a real, like. Uh, that, I they, they've got another one, I, I mentioned it earlier, uh, a smoked stout, which has that same earthiness yeah. with a stout, but I thought this one's a bit more, like everybody can enjoy That's this one. crazy oh, taste. Oh man. Um, there's some whiskies that are very peaty, aren't they? And mm. as soon as you get them near your nose that you can smell them. I'm not and a fan of a peaty whiskey. I'm not a great fan of it, but the smell's quite distinctive, isn't it? And this almost feels like the peaty, but smoky... Um, version of that for for beer that is unbelievable. That's one that of the so that's, that's one of the nicest drinks mm. I've ever drunk. Mm. These guys are oh my god are really 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 cool as well. They they just so warm and welcoming. You know, like good good to chat to. Went there. They just and where was it? Um, uh, it is. <laughs> oh, actually, I think I've got it here. They've got a um. They've got a. There it is. Uh, it's their brewery is right next to like a fine foods farm shop. It's called MacNade Fine Foods. So you can go down there. There's all sorts of cured meats and all that sort of thing. And then they've got a brewery just on the side oh, as well. Man. So I'll it really what, is. I like know a, you're a veggie, um, but yeah, I can if imagine you do that like very nice. cured meats. Um, that beer. Oh man, it's, it's not bad with one of these snack mm. snacking salami. It's good. So this, I've just noticed that. I don't know if it's got it on this one. It's got the batch number on it as well, which is cool. I like all of that. 400. That is an amazing beer. And so do you reckon that's the brewing process back on the bottle again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, That's bloody brilliant. I know, it's cool, isn't it? This one's like quite top heavy, but... uh, Where where can you get that apart from next to the the farm shop? Uh, I'll do some research and find out. I'll put it in the blog post so people can find it. But they they have got a few... In shops. Some <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they they just they they're like proper. They're they're like the breweries that we found up in in London. Um, it's a meaty beer that makes no mm, sense. Really collaborative, 
uh, they really um, really go in for the helping people out. So they're big on if there's any new breweries starting up in Kent, they're more than happy to help you out, help you out with inspiration. Um, they're fairly new on the scene themselves. Um, yeah, so they've got a lot going on there. Um, I was going to bring something that's called a Kolsch. I'm not really sure what that is, but it's just a really nice lager. I'm not really sure what the difference is, but they've already won awards. Um, they, they're doing really good things. Like That's why I brought this one along, yep. because it's a good saison. Yep. Their smoked stout was amazing. Uh, I've got a rye pale ale. Um, they're a bit funny, rye pale ales, but it was a good rye pale ale. Yep. Pale ale. Like, all of them, hands down, straight up. They, these, these are the ones. I think these guys, doing a smoked collaboration with One Mile End, would... Uh, Holy shit. Yeah. We will be That'd heading be there, won't we? Balls out that Bring one. those two together mm. like a Sesame Street word. Blood orange infused mm. smoke porter or something. Oh, blood orange was my favourite, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I went up there the other day, actually. Uh, one Mile End is probably one of the best breweries in terms of doing random things in London. Um, they've got a um, an imperial, a 10.5% imperial stout that's been mm. aged for six months in freshly drained oak barrels. Uh, oak bourbon barrels. It is wow. fucking amazing. The, bour- <laughs> the, the, the bourbon barrels, because I never realised that, that a lot of whiskey gets its colour from the barrels, doesn't it? The yeah, barrels the oak, are, are, yeah. are red wine barrels, aren't they? Are they red been, wine barrels? They've been imported, so the colour comes from that. I didn't know that. I, I thought it was just from that. the woods. No, I might oh. be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Special beer, that one, isn't it? Yes, it's spectacular. I almost wanted to keep that in the fridge when I get back. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> Mate, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, cheers, that. buddy. Uh, that, that was one hell of a beer to end. Mm. Um, there you go, Brad. So, so Stu. Out of all the beers we've tried, yeah. how would you order them? Can you order them in the top five as a little twist? Um, Should we get all of the bottles on there? Yeah, let's get them yeah, all out, yeah, all yeah. the cans. Ah, it's a shame we can't get the camera down for it. I can. See them, yeah? Mm-hmm. Crap in the way. Okay, should we line them up so they're facing that? Yeah. There we go. Great minds and all that. Um, yeah, that was um, it's quite a good little array there, isn't it? Go on then, mate. What comes in at number five for you after this fantastic um, presentation? I will put Black Cat at the bottom. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Not I dislike it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will, working backwards... Uh, the last one I will put first. Um, what, uh, that one? Yep, that's my favourite. Yep. Um, Oyster Stat I will put second. Mm-hmm. Then I will go... Wasn't even a contender, but there we go. Yeah, yeah, snuck his way in. Snuck his way in. Panama Jazz. Yep. And then I'll put that one. Ah, uh, poor old... I mean, right, Time and Time hasn't had a look... Time and Tide hasn't had a look in there. Yep. But they do some really, really... Yep. like that. Mm. In terms of... Breweries, Time and Tide for me would be right up there with you know what? Uh, Buti- Butilias. I'm not dissing any of them no, because obviously, they were all yeah, cracking. Yeah. Um, but um, it's it's just a shame because they've got a lot more to offer than that yeah. pale ale. It's a good pale ale, but it's not it's not. Well, that would still make my top five. Okay, but well, what wouldn't? It does eke out the red ale. Oh really? And I like red ale. So where yeah. would you? So how would you put them? 
I would be tempted. I'm gonna have to give it for the original for the, all the work that's gone into that. That's number one. That 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 one, was the smoked one that we that had last. It yeah, doesn't taste one. like anything else. No. no, it's really unique straight away. That was and it's drinkable as well because their their stout is like a stronger version of that. Yeah, but it's it's not like it's not a crowd pleaser. Whereas I think that you could put on tap and people would would quite happily yeah. drink that in a, a couple of them mm. in an evening. Anyway. No, no, it. I agree. Loved it. Um, it's a toss-up between these two. Yeah? I'm going to go like that. Right, well, look, what, what you've got to do, three. Chris, what you've got to do is you've got to actually talk These about words. the ones <laughs> because people aren't, can't see what you're doing. For <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. So that was a Guinness, that one. <laughs> right. Right, okay. So I'm going for the uh, Sprat Waffler Palau time as time. my number, Time and Tide, number three. Because I thought that citrus was nice. It was refreshing. That's a, yeah. For me, it's a session parallel. I could drink that till the cows come home. And, uh, the terminology. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, it's I'd, like I'd, 3.7. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm not insane. And so um, and then it would be, the, the, again, the butcher. For that to have come, yeah. And, and that is almost equal, even Stevens there. And then, and and then um, the VPA. Yeah, the VPA, the Vincent Price Owl, which is still it, it's cracking. It's just that that went up against two absolute cracking yeah. stouts there. And it's it's tough because they're all solid. That is not a bad beer, the old um, Pan- Panama Jazz. It really isn't. It isn't a bad stout, but it can't. Those two are so strong. I've, Brad, what was your favourite? That smoky thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck me. That's three out of three. Yeah. Four. Four. All four of us. Yeah. Yeah. I'd do that as well. I'd put. I. I'm not a massive fan of the stout. Uh, I just. It's not strong enough for me. That's yeah. all. Um, but other than that, I'd go. Um, pretty much the same as mm. you. VPA followed by the uh, Batilia's Saison, Time and Tide. Uh, what's that one? Angels and Demons Brewery. And then the Butilias again at the end. So Butilias have done quite well there. They've got, they've they've got really an extra it, looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and actually, if it was here, the G2 Brewing would probably take the place of um, Time and Tide. Sorry, G2, you've not got not got much of a look in on this you one. Know what? The, like, the Phantom and, Beer. And it next sounds time, cheesy, like we're, we're, we're not trying to be mean about anything, but every beer that we've drunk tonight has been really lush. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. nice. We've yeah, been yeah, hand-selected nice. painstakingly yeah. over two days worth of Absolutely. solid drinking. And you know, there's there's a lot to be enjoyed in Kent. Um, so, but there's there's, I mean, Kent's all right. We've got good water in Kent, but there's a hell of a lot going on in London. If you're based in London or the outskirts, listen to this. Like, just type in brewery near me, and you anywhere in London, you'll have about three or four within walking distance. Or. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send us the names for the best name you can think of for a hard-quality beer, and we will pick a winner, and you and your mate... Or two. Or two. And um, <laughs> and Charles from lovebeer.co.uk and Chris and I and Brad will be filming and 76 will be there dealing with the audio. And we're going to do a, a microbrewery pub crawl, craft beer crawl, whatever you'd call it. Yes. And we'll go around um, all the breweries um, in London that, that, um, that Charles recommends and we will sample their finest um, beers. Have some fun and record it all, and um, so watch out, London. Yeah, and we'll, we'll have a we'll have a fucking blast. Oh like, yes, and uh, and yeah, and then you can watch it, and yeah, we'll we'll, we'll take a little gang and we'll we'll have a proper day out for yeah? sure, man. And I think that's a good way to end it. Yeah. I just want to say thank you, Charles, because mate. again, you've knocked right, it out of the park, mate. Me. It's if, been amazing. It, we've we've drunk some really nice stuff quickly. Favorite snack so far? It's got got to be the, the Marmite cashews. Put it there, brother. Yeah. Is that yours? Yeah, man. I really like these, yeah. though. They're still, I've still not got my head around them. Yeah. The, the peanut what's it? Could eat myself again. Yeah, the peanut yeah. what's it? Yeah. I could, I could see myself eating that again. Um, I did also like those scampi ones. They were quite weird, mm. weren't they? Yeah. Um, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to just stick with a, a Walker's sweet chili sensation. It's just <laughs> a, it's an easy go to crisp. It's a solid choice, man. It's an old there's friend. No, there's no joking about yeah, that. They yeah. just remind me of smoking in parks and getting the nearest yeah. munchies you can that's sweet, like, sweet do you know what all of these a lot of these higher end snacks that you've bought tonight you can't do it anymore yeah. man that, that, that period of my life has, has gone <laughs> a lot of these high end snacks that you've bought tonight mm. Chris I think like they're alright they, they, they want to be your mate but I think <laughs> I think the minute like you know, there's there's a newer flavour in their in their gang. Mm, yeah. They'll fuck you off. Yeah. <laughs> like, whereas the Walker sensation, it's an old friend. Mm. You know, he's there with you. you bit know, slow. He should go to crisp. <laughs> like he's got your back, and like someone might go, "All oh, right, let's just um, let, let, why don't we just uh, you know suggest like um, I don't know um, uh, you know." Oh, <laughs> A hot peppercorn and um, mozzarella. And I think he'd just be like, fuck off. <laughs> and I think he'd just fuck you off. And he'd be like, Chris, Stu, it's all right, I'm here. And it'd be like, you'd have a little sweet chilli sensation of a cuddle and everything would be all right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Until the next episode of Hardcore Listening. Um, thank you very much, everyone. Yes. Again, um, thanks, Charles. Um Thanks, Brad, for filming, mate, again. And uh, thank you, 76, for uh, mastering this bitch. Thank you very uh, much. And we'll I'm, catch you all next I'm week. I'm Stu Riffin, and thank you to my friend, uh, Chris Passion. <laughs> <laughs> next week, guys. Peace. So then I was, <laughs> I was sucking his dick, and then I thought, hang on a minute. <laughs> what? I just, I just was surprised. Oh, you forgot yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always like to kind of stop and just kind of go like, um, hashtag on my nose, <laughs> and like just just to sort of see the reaction he gives. Do you know what I mean? And like, um, but it's just like, oh, give us a Kleenex, mate. And 
But yeah, I mean that was that was a that was a quite a dark Wednesday that night, mate. <laughs> but um, yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. Anyway, we can't <clears> do this outro. No, no, no I've got, got, no, I started it again, mate. Oh, started right. it again. Um, yeah. Seventy six. Can you edit? Obviously, that out, mate. Like, oh, we should really thank 76, not only for his normal production, but he covered our ass, didn't he? He, covered, he did. Um, what was that? Um, it wasn't even the, the podcast. Ed Scrine. It was Ed's, wasn't it? Because mm. he was on holiday. Yep. Hashtag worst holiday ever. Yep. And I was... I was. Uh, I don't want to know. Incarcerated. I don't want to know. I think it's the word. don't want to know. Incarcerated. You and the word incarcerated worries me even more. <laughs> I, um yeah, um, yeah. Thank you very much, Stu. And and it was good that he got. So I say, Stu. I'm not trying to confuse you on here. 76 is also called Stu, isn't he? Um, you keep telling yourself that, mate. And uh, and so, yeah, you all got to hear him, and um, which was nice because you know we we like to sort of keep everyone involved. And mm. obviously, on the um, recordings of this, hopefully, you get to see. Brad as well, who yeah. does as that. So you know, we're uh, it's one little it's gang, isn't it? It's nice a to have big the gang in happy there. family. <clears throat> and Stu's a funny fucker, actually. Seventy-six. Mm. Um, so we will get him on for a podcast. Um, himself. Yeah. And the press will be on Stu. Yeah. The press will be on. We should do Brad and Stu on one. Oh, I like that. It'd be the whole gang. Yeah. And the uh, gang get together. Yeah, the Wang Gang. Wang Gang. Yeah. Didn't we do hashtag Wang Gang once? Can't remember. I think it was a it was a um, drunk cast. Yeah. Ross this Kemp on Wangs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in South Africa looking at some of the biggest Wangs. <laughs> oh. It's highly dangerous. <laughs> Daddy Dyer's hardest wangs. <laughs> oh, I'd watch both of those shows. I'd watch, I'd pay to watch those shows. As, yeah. As Netflix one-offs, that'd be brilliant. Raise money for um, some some charity. What's that one they do every year? Um, Comic Relief. Yeah, well, that's the one, yeah. They yeah. For that, be brilliant. Ross Kemp on wangs. Danny Dyer's hardest wangs would be brilliant. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant, Danny. Come on, mate. We'll get you a we'll get you a variety of different Viagra's <laughs> and herbal medicines. Right, the geezers have just popped these pills, and I ain't being funny. This sauna is just a fucking array of fucking oh, some of the hardest wangs I've ever seen. I got left with my lightsabers everywhere. <laughs> Things are going to get a bit tasty in here soon. I'm getting mugged off by fucking everyone. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, thanks for listening. Go and subscribe. Um, you fucking slags. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. <laughs>